Today on the Bullhorn Podcast, we discuss Bama goes transphobic. The White House evicts a major racist. Real dick versus vegan dick. What in reincarnation? Meghan Markle's mixed emotions. Boomer Bob's billionaire bullshit. And Bob goes broke at breakfast. And more. Yo, John, drop that intro music. <laughs> Welcome to the Bullhorn Podcast, the only podcast with two dads. Redefining March Madness, I am Boomer Bob, and the man who wants me to change my name to Trey, John Jamingo. Keondra, Mardicon. Como esta, bitches? Bob, what the fuck is going on with your state? What are you guys doing down there? You've got the trans people all upset, all, at least this lady. What do you have against Sweet Home Alabama? Hang on. Good evening, everybody. Marie Willa here, transgender woman extraordinaire. I come to you tonight on a very serious note with a dire warning and a plea for help. If you are the parent of a transgender child that is 19 or under and you live in the state of Alabama, your child lives in the state of Alabama, get out. Get your child out to somewhere safe. They have just made it a felony to provide any gender-affirming care to any transgender person age 19 or younger. That's going to drive the suicide rate up just astronomically high. Really? Please get your children to safety. Get yourself to safety. Help us, please. Help us, please. All right. We haven't banned blue hair dye yet. I mean, what is she talking about? Oh, my God. So, apparently, in the state of Alabama, they will not give children gender blockers, or no, puberty blockers. First of all, I'm going to need you to say Alabama again. Alabama. Rotad. <laughs> so, you in Alabama, they will not give gender not gender. What am I talking about? Hormone they, blockers. Hormone blockers, yes. Or yes. yes. And they also won't give them testosterone if they're a female and estrogen if they're a male. So I have a couple feelings on this. First of all, if you're a blue-haired trans woman and you want your boy to transition into a blue-haired trans woman like you. It's ma'am. I think that at a certain age, and I'm saying 14 or something, that you can do these things with parental consent. My problem is that the schools now are taking kids and they're doing this behind the parents' back, which is just outright wrong, okay? So apparently some of these states are getting serious. If the federal levels, if it's not going to happen on the federal level, they're going to start doing it on the state level. I think that's why Alabama was so quick to jump. I mean, this if you pay attention, this happened during... The confirmation of Rachel Levine, Levine, health secretary from Pennsylvania. They wanted to confirm her as the, was it assistant health secretary of the United States? In charge of the traveling secretary. Yeah, her. So, again, I think what they're trying to see, I think they're trying to take the kids away from the parents. Like, if you're a conservative parent. 
They're trying to take their your kids away from you so they can indoctrinate them into the liberal leftist way of thinking. And to be honest with you, I'm trying I think they're trying to destroy men. They don't like men, Bob. They don't like masculine men. Out of the total population, how many of them do you think are going to have this problem each year? Well, see, the problem is the more that they teach it in schools, the more that they make it more mainstream, they, they start to ask a kid, a young kid, do you th- really believe you're a boy? Maybe you're a girl. Or they say the same thing to the girls, you know, are, are you sure you're a girl? Maybe you're a boy. You could be either. It's up to you. You can pick who you want to be. You could be a boy or you can be a girl, even though you don't have the same parts. Kind of like they want all of the police to be to go through some kind of, you know, training where they're not racist, whatever. Shouldn't we put our educators through this same thing where they're not, where every child they see, you know, remember the old Tootsie Roll commercial, whatever it is, I think I see becomes a Tootsie Roll to me. Well, whatever it is, they, every child that they see, they see a gay person or a trans person. Well, I agree with you. And I think we've already let the cat out of the bag. It's been 30 years that they've been doing this and it's not going to turn on a dime. It's going to take a little while to reel this back in again, if we can even reel it back in again, because too many people have been trained in this liberal leftist way. Again, you go back to the, if you go back to politics where the teacher would never tell you what his view was, he would just give you both sides and then he would let you make the decision or let you debate it out or let you ask questions. It's not the way it is now. Now they just teach one specific way and the other way is crazy or the other way is uh, homophobic or, you know, they just, I got into a thing the other day on Facebook where someone says, Can't, it's not called cancel culture. This is society uh, evolving. I'm like, bullshit. It's not society evolving. You people are crazy. And, and then the first thing they go, oh, well, look at the white male. Oh, okay. So now you sit there and you want to take, because, okay, well, look at the uh, white female cucking for all this bullshit. And again, you know me, I'm stupid. I'll admit it. I'm in there and swinging with them. They're coming in and attacking me. Oh, well, you're a homophobic Nazi and you're transphobic. And all. I said, you have no idea who I am or what I think. Well, all you can do is sit there and call me names because this way you don't have to deal with me. And that's what we're up against right now. And, you know, again, the cancel, they say the cancel culture is not real, but they just went after Pepe Le Pew, for Christ's sake. I don't know. I think we have to protect our children. And protecting your children from the teachings of, of this kind of nonsense, in my, I'm so glad my kids are out of school right now. Because if they were to come, they'd be coming home with this, I would be screaming. I would have to take them out of school. I'd have to put them in another school that wouldn't teach this. I'm kind of going over the current suicide rates um, just so I have some kind of a guideline to go by here so I can compare. I have the trans suicide rates from last year. It's uh, I, I can't find like a... Def- just one number. Every they, every site wants to break it down into you know drug deaths and premature deaths uh, before seventy five. Uh, like I can't get just a suicide rate. You know they won't just come out and tell you. The healthiest state, oddly enough, is New Jersey <laughs> for not killing themselves. <laughs> they just say healthiest state. They don't say. I mean, it's listed under suicide, but okay. And the least healthiest state is Wyoming. That's weird. Shout out to uh, Ben at Small Town Mentality. 
and rando. Okay, so maybe one of the side effects of uh, gender dysmorphia is suicide. Who knew? Well, what do they think COVID did to fucking people? What do they think lockdowns did? Because the current rate for transgender people in suicide is a 0.8%, which is a lot. That's that's 800 for every 100,000. That's the, any, any number sucks, okay? I don't like anybody having those thoughts or, or actually carrying it out. But at the same time, I'm just trying to be real here. How big of a problem is this as far as in the grand view of things is, is what about people who lost their jobs and can no longer take care of their families or ended up in divorce? Because, you know, one of the number one reasons or one of the top reasons for divorce is financial issues. The other one is, is of course, infidelity. But I mean, COVID caused a lot of fucking damage. No, it still is, and it's going to for a long time. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So what's that rate? Will we? Do you think we'll ever actually get real numbers on that shit? Probably not. No, because it'll be it'll be minimal. But and again, I go. Every life is precious. Every life is. Well, it's it's not just that. I don't think they want to put out the real numbers of of because they don't want if the government puts out the actual numbers of people who killed themselves because of well COVID related bullshit. That's going to point a finger at themselves. They're the ones who created the lifestyle of being locked down, not being able to earn a fucking decent wage and live a normal life because of COVID. So technically they would be the ones at fault. Well, they've also created the lifestyle of living as another gender, right? They're kind of the ones that started this, except for Bruce Jenner. I think I don't he's know that the only the conservative. Did. I mean, you know, you could blame, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, or you could blame Bosom Buddies, you know, Tom Hanks. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, you could bl- no, you could point it at, at no, whatever you want. Okay, first of all, no, Bosom Bunnies, Bosom Bunnies, Bosom Buddies was not, you can't say that because they were two dudes that needed a cheap place, so they, they dressed up, they were transvestites that dressed up as women, but their brothers used to come in and they were trying to bang all the chicks in the house. They were manly men that just dressed up for women for they still lived as transvestites even part-time yeah just for economical gains it wasn't it was just a oh okay so it's okay to do that isn't that like blackface uh it's actually like uh black pussy i no, i don't know it's it's <laughs> it's i'm sorry black... i don't mean to be like throwing things at you that you don't have answers to <laughs> yeah well i'm of just trying to make a point black f- i don't would say it's blackface i would say it's uh it's a it's a grift, in other words, they bosom buddies. The two guys they needed a place to stay. They couldn't afford anything in New York. There was an all women's hotel, and it was real cheap. So they decided to dress up as women and get an apartment together, and so they could live in New York. But they weren't, you know, they weren't transgender. They weren't trans. They weren't living as women. They were living as women to get into the house, and then they would change into men, and then their brothers would come in. And try to bang all the girls, the other girls, all the hot girls in the place. What's the next one? Uh, the crying game? Oh. Was that one? <laughs> that was the very first time that I, I, that was my very first time seeing a transgender person. And the crying game, so when I saw it in the theaters and, ba- you know, back then nobody knew anything. And it was the very end when you found out that uh, she had a cock that uh, everybody's like, holy shit. I didn't watch that movie just because everybody had already told me the, like the big surprise at the end. It's like, well, I don't know if it was a big surprise, but you know what I'm trying to say? 
Yeah, and here's okay, and here's the thing too, because this was the and again, this is what scares me about transgender women. There's a lot of them that that can pull it off. They're hot, and through this whole uh, okay, pull it off through this John, whole movie. If they movie, could just pull it off, pull it out. <laughs> so through this whole movie, you're like you're seeing this chick, and she's hot, and they're having all this sex, and she you know they won't have sex, and she just she's blowing this guy left and right, and and he wants to have sex with her, and she won't, and at the very end. Because you're looking at her, and she's like, man, she's hot, and this is hot. And then at the very end, she pulls down her pants, and there's a big hairy cock there. And you're like, oh, you feel betrayed. Like, you you feel like you were just sold a bill of goods. And that's what's going on, they're saying, about the violence in the trans community. And it's from where trans women don't tell the guy they've got franks and beans, cock and balls. They go out, they date them, and then all of a sudden, ta-da, out there comes the little Woody. And the guy is like, he didn't want to be with a trans person. He thought he was with a girl. It's a bait and switch, Bob. And then the guy gets mad and he beats the trans person up. And I don't agree with that, but I also don't agree with trans people tricking straight men into having a sexual relationship with them or one night stand or whatever and not telling them. It's not right, Bob. I don't care what anybody says. Fuck them. It's times like this, I wish we had a sponsorship, not for the monetary gains, but just for the comedy of it. I would like right here to insert an ad for the uh, t-shirt company, Untuck It. Untuck It. It's a button-down t-shirts that you don't have to tuck in. They look nice, untucked. Right. Well. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, untuck your dick and balls from your ass, you know, when you're going out on a date. You <laughs> exactly. Duck. That's why I think right. it'd be hilarious if we had some kind of a sponsorship for Untuck It. Well, you, what you need. go right there. That'd be great. What you need <laughs> is, a, 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 you know, instead of MeUndies, you need uh, me tuck It. So what it is, it's a Any pair panties? of panties. It's a pair of <laughs> panties that grabs your, your, your uh, Franks and Beans and tucks them up behind you so you don't have to worry about them popping out when you're wearing a short skirt or uh turns them into a camel toe yeah yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) a moose knuckle i've never had to experience my own child coming to me and going you know uh dad i think i'm not a girl or whatever you know vice versa and so i i really can't speak on their behalf i don't know what they go through i don't know what these parents go through i don't know what the kids are like I can only offer my viewpoint of it. And I think that stopping nature is not right. I don't think that, that any eight year old should be giving, should be given hormone blockers. I think that anybody who thinks it's okay to do that to an eight year old, I mean, John, how old do you have to be to drive a automobile in New Jersey? 17. Okay. Well here it's 16. How old do you have to be to, to drink a beer? 21. That's the right. That's, I think that's pretty much universal here in this country. What about to use tobacco products? I can't remember. It's 19 or I don't know if it's 19 or 21. I, I, I think they moved Trump it up to 21. Made it 21 last year or okay. a year before, whatever. Yeah. Um, how old do you have to be to join the military? You have to be 18. Hmm. What about sign a legal binding contract? John? 18. Here in Alabama, it's 19. So why do we want to let children? decide whether or not they do massive body altering shit when they're not old enough to drive yet. Well, I'm with you. The same thing with the tattoos and the piercings and the, the, all the other shit they do, the gauges in the ears. I don't think kids should be able to do that until they're 19 or 20. I wasn't legally able to 
pierced my ears until I was 18 years old. So on my 18th birthday, I went up and got both of my ears pierced because my parent, I had asked my parents, I said, Hey, you know, I've got the long hair. I make good grades. I'm a good kid. I've got a job. I buy my own shit. I would like to get my ears pierced. They, Oh, my stepfather put his foot down. Not going to have half a fag in my house with the one earring. (laughs) No man in this house is going to wear jewelry in their ear. So on my 18th birthday, I, I went out with my girlfriend, went to uh, Walmart and got them both pierced, Jesus but my God. hair was long in a sense where it covered both of my ears. So one night, about two weeks after I did it, we're at fucking dinner, I'm eating and I get a, you could hear the fork drop pink on the plate. What is that in your ear? <laughs> so I had to go through that and they oh. threw me out over it. They threw me, I was three months from graduating with a scholarship to UCF and, um, they threw me out and made me come up here to Alabama to live with my uh, drunken dad. Well, there you go. So I had to be 18 years old to pierce my ears. But if I wanted to take medications that stopped puberty, I could have done that when I was eight or six. Yeah. No, fuck that. Fuck that shit. I agree with you. you can deal with that when you're an adult on your own. I will support you and whatever and buy you dresses or whatever the fuck you want to do, but I'm not going to put chemicals into your body to stop nature. You know, it's funny. I think Alabama, what they did was they passed this law and now they just chased all the trans people out of Alabama. Is that such a bad thing? Yeah. My old bass player is trans and she's cool as shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, she had the full operation. Yeah, but so, she's got to be over 19, so it doesn't affect her. Uh, she yeah, can still, she's like, like 60, 61, right. yeah, two, she somewhere She can still there. get her estrogen, you know, unless she's been through the change. I don't know. She got the operation in, uh, I think it was 06. Oh, good 07, God. somewhere in there. All right. Yeah. Okay. So the president's dog, Major, is out of the White House. He got, like you, Bob, he got thrown out of the White House, not for getting an earring, but for biting one of the uh, one of the, the uh, staff. Here's the funny thing, Bob. They're keeping who got bit under wraps. And I have a theory. Whoever it was, I think he was Blake. I think it was a Blake oh, guy. Oh, come on. I'm telling you, German shepherds do That's not racist. like... They don't like the blacks. I'm telling you. I don't know why. Now, not all German shepherds. If a German shepherd is raised around a bunch of white people, when a black person shows up, they go fucking insane. And I'll tell you. So the dog's racist. The dog's racist. Yes, the dog is racist. So what'd they do with the dog, John? They sent it back to Delaware. But I think what happened was there was a black guy. a return policy or back? No, they have the the, back to their house or someone they got a caretaker. Oh, Biden's house. Yeah. his homes. Right, so yeah. they took Major and they sent Major and the other dog back. The other dog's like, what the fuck did I do? But apparently Major likes being with the other dogs, so both dogs went back. And uh, I think what happened was uh, uh, one of the security was black. He came onto the floor, Major saw him, and tried to protect Joe and uh, Jill, and uh, he uh, bit him. But they haven't said whether the guy, well, you know, what race he was or anything like that, and I just think the dog's a little racist. I think he's a major racist. Be quite honest with you. <laughs> major, major racist. That's funny. 
I heard a little clip of the White House press room yesterday, and I don't know the reporter's name. I feel funny calling them a reporter because of the question that they asked of Jen Psaki. Hard-hitting as usual here in the Biden White House press room. The guy asked, so when are we going to get a White House cat? We were promised a cat. Yep. We're bombing Syria. We're letting fucking Mexicans over the border. They're pouring over the border like water. Well, it's not just that. The detention centers that were active in holding people for our protection and their own, they got closed, man. Brownsville, Texas. It got closed. They just, see you later. No, they opened them up. Nine of you tested positive for COVID, but you have a good day. Again, I think the children detention centers, are, are they've opened them back up, didn't they? Well, there's over a thousand of them right now that are here without parents. They're unaccompanied minors. All right, well, let's get back to the cat. So apparently there's supposed to be a cat in the White House. Well, I would imagine they can probably get a cat now that they don't have the two dogs. So they'll, I guess they'll end up getting a cat. But why do we even give a shit? What's, what is, you know, what kind of cat is in the White House? What kind of dog is in the White House? These are for all these fucking dog and cat people. Hey, I'm with the journalist in the White House press room. I want to see some White House pussy. You want to see a White House pussy, do you? Well, you got you already got the vice president. There's one. Uh, probably Joe. Uh, we definitely know the, the deputy secretary of health is probably one. So you got all those in there. That's that's a pussy you can keep locked up. I don't need to see it. Keep it tucked in there. You want to keep that tucked in? Yes. Yeah. I would. I want those granny flaps tucked in. Joe's like, I hate fucking cats. I ain't getting no fucking cat. Where's major. Do you think Rachel Levine's vagina looks as old as her body is? Because I mean, it technically it's, it's not as old as her. First of all, I don't think Rachel Levine has a vagina. I'm not, I don't know for sure, but if I'm a betting man. Okay, well, let's just hypothetically, she got the bottom surgery, right? She got her uh, Audi turned into an innie, right? Do you, let's say she did it 30 years ago. Do you think it, and she's like twice that age now, right? So she's like, I don't know. She's like 60 something, right? Do you think her vag looks like her age, her actual age, or a little bit newer because it it's not as old and hasn't seen as much use, you know? Well, I would imagine that the, ugh, I would imagine that the pubes are still gray. I don't uh, need, I'm, and I would imagine that the skin is still kind of ugh, winkly. And I think we should get a photo of that vag and compare it. No. Say it's a thirty, it's a thirty-year-old bottom surgery, right? Let's get a thirty-year-old's vag and put it side by side, one that has seen you know equal action. What do you think? We have to pick it. Say which one is the. Well, first of all, you would know right away. Which one's man-made and which one's not. Yeah, which one's a real vag and which one's a hatchet wound. Right, okay. Yeah, well, kind of like that video I sent you yesterday of of the gay guy. The YouTube video where the gay guy uh, tests three dildos versus a real dick to see which one, if, if he could tell which one was real. How is this on YouTube? So there's these two gay guys, and they're like, we're going to experiment. You know, there's been a lot of advances in... Uh, 
dildo technology, and uh, I want to know if um, my, my, you know, is it a dildo or is it? You should just play the intro to it. Hans. I know you have it in your liked videos. Hang Don't on. even lie. <laughs> Hang on, let me see if I can find you, it. Real you, quick. you probably got that shit like bookmarked on the front. Like you probably made a, a direct. Oh, link shut to up! An icon I know it's in my history. Listen, it's in my history. I know it's in my history, but uh, let me see. That Where is, is it? Bank, bank. Click. Oh, here it is. It's the real dick versus dildo challenge. Let's see if I can find it. Can you put it in a little bit more? <laughs> hey guys, I am Dean Sweezy and I'm here with Igor. Welcome back. So with all the latest advances in dildo technology, we're doing a little video today, an experiment, if you will, where we're going to see if I can tell the difference between dildos from adammail.com and real dick. The real dick being your dick. And I know what people are thinking. They're like, oh, this is just clearly just an excuse for me to get fucked by you. And like, that is not at all the case. This is about science because like, Facts matter. The sky is blue. <laughs> the world science. is round. Climate change. John, in the name of science, I'm going to take activism. four dicks in my ass. Today, One of them is going to be real. Activists. I am basically like the sacrificial lamb here. Okay, like I'm a. Martyr. All right, you can I'm kill it. Lamb. All right, now hang on. Wait a minute. I know you said that. I'm going to mute it. All right, first of all, so now, how far did you make it in? All the way. How many ads did they run during that? I watched the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I watched all eight minutes and 51 seconds of it. That's it, how long it was. I made it about a little less further than you made it just now. All right. So here I, we go. I didn't watch it. I think this is Igor sticking in the first dildo. Recap. Some of these are going to be dildos and then one's a real dick. And I don't know which. Let me know if I need to move my, my butt up and down. Oh my God. <laughs> so there's an insertion happening. And okay, so this is you can keep going. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just telling you right now. I thought this was going to be much easier than it is because this feels very. I have no idea whether this is a dick or a dildo. I think whatever it is, it needs some more lube. Can you put it in a little bit more? <laughs> I'm going to say that this one is a dildo, but I say that like hesitantly. You're right. All right, so then, uh, you know, if they, they played around for another, I don't know, six minutes and 51 seconds. I didn't make it that far, but and please don't play it. But when the real dick is being used, they don't, like, show that, right? The dude behind the uh, sheet, like, mounting up. I mean, you've got to know, like, he's going to have to grab onto his hips or something. I mean, it, Hang on. I just, I find it... Uh, crazy that that shit's allowed on youtube even though now it says age restriction on it uh but, uh, didn't even yesterday when i looked but i don't know whatever here we go here. i think it's crazy that 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 Here's. that is is on youtube but so many other things get removed yeah peppy little pew can't be on it here we go i enjoyed that one are you ready yeah here's the real one i feel like well now i don't know what to trust because <laughs> My intuition says that this is you. However, my track record is not great. <laughs> I feel like you're also just fucking with me, so. But one of these is for sure your dick. Possibly. Oh my god. Okay, I will say, I feel like this is your dick. This is your dick. It is. Is it really your dick? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of a lucky guess. I've become. Who's lucky guest? <laughs> This dude must have a, you know, like a Pringles can if he's competing with three rubber dicks. Well, the funny thing is that they have like this, um, it's like a makeshift uh, sheet that goes over. And so you can't yeah, see. Right. You can't, it's a partition where you can't see. And the guy's behind it. 
So you can't see him shoving the dildo in his ass or, you know, shoving his real cock in his ass. So now Bob will send that to me and I'll catch shit because I watched the whole fucking thing. And that's all I'm going to tell everybody was it was show prep. So don't give me no shit. <laughs> Even though that's not on our board at all. You said it to me. I was me. the one who brought it up. So and I guess And you just whatever. brought it up. So of course I was, you know, and then you told me to go get the video. Bob, this is all on you. Don't sit there and try to turn this around on me. <laughs> Because I knew I want you to enjoy doing this show, John. No, just because I'm insecure enough in my manhood not to be freaked out by two gay guys. Sh- I'm not freaked out. I just, eh, you're, you're, I just, you're, it, you're, you're doing a lot of justifying it, look, over there, Bob. You're like, I didn't watch the whole thing. Bullshit. It should be on Pornhub or some other site, not on YouTube. That that doesn't belong on YouTube. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Uh, you know, I don't think it should be on YouTube. Oh. And I reported it. But this shove things in my ass and I'll tell you what they are. That's allowed. That seems to be allowed. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want from me? I mean, if a wo- you know something? I wonder if a woman did that, would it be allowed? John, I hope if reincarnation is a thing and I'm in line to be reincarnated, I just hope it's not on this fucking planet. All right. So we need a woman to do a... a f- YouTube video, the same thing. She gets a guy, and he gets several dildos, and then she's she's never been with this guy before, so she doesn't know what his dick is like. And then the guy inserts dildos, and then he inserts himself, and then see which one, if she can tell the difference, dildo or dick. See if we can find a, a woman that would do that. I'm sure there are plenty of women that will do that. And see if it gets I mean, taken does it really down. matter? Does it? I mean... Well, I would... I would like to see if they take that one down. That's basic. Well, see, the thing about it is, like I said, I think that's the thing that saved them was the partition where you couldn't really see anything. I don't know. It's a whole fucking thing is creepy, to be honest with you. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the United States of America. Come on, put your hands in the air, motherfuckers. Hi, everyone. I just wanted to come out and talk to the press. Uh, I'll take questions now. Anybody have a question? Bob, go ahead. First of all, I want to go ahead and apologize on behalf of that lady behind me for throwing her underwear at you. It's very tacky. It's not how we act here in the White House press room. Um, Good afternoon there, Mr. President. Honored to be in the room with you. Get to your question, Bob. I don't got all day. I'm going to shit myself soon. How's that dog thing working out? Is it uh, housebroken yet? Oh, yeah, Major's house broken. He's a three-year-old dog. We got him as a rescue. Uh, the problem with by, uh, the Major is uh, yeah, he doesn't like black people. Uh, apparently, uh, the thing is, uh, we had a Secret Service guy walk in. He was black, and uh, Major, he doesn't see many black people, so he, he kind of took offense to it. He tried to protect uh, me and Jill, and then uh, he bit that bigger on the ass, so... Oh, you're referring to the German Shepherd. I was referring to Vice President Harris, but thanks uh, for the update on your fucking pets like anybody cares. Sorry about that. Why haven't we heard about any White House pussy yet? Oh, you know, we kind of keep that you know, on the download, Bob. Uh, me and Jill, uh, we don't really talk about our... Oh, you mean the cat, the cat. Well, here's the thing, Bob. Uh, I think um, Jill's allergic to cats and... Uh, I think what we need to do is uh, find one of those uh, Mexican hairless or, uh, you know, so I can give it a good. See, I like a cat with hair, Bob. I like to give it a good sniff, you know. Oh, nothing like a good sniff, Bob. 
again, I was referring to Vice President Kamala Harris, but um, that's okay. Thanks for the for updating us on why you don't have a White House cat yet, pet cat. Are there any plans to do a State of the Union address anytime soon? Or are you waiting for AOC to feel safe entering the Capitol building again? Oh, she's fine. She'll be fine. Here, Bob, here's the thing. I haven't done anything yet, but Well, I've done a lot of things. I've signed a lot of papers and uh, you know, just doing the job of being the president. But I, I want some. Uh, I want. I want a record to to, to, to talk about, Bob. Um, you know, when I go to that uh, the um, uh, the building over there with the big dome, um, uh, where they had the the erection. Um, what was that? Chuck E. Cheese. No, Bob. Come on, don't don't come on. Starbucks. Bob. Oh, um, Capitol uh, the Capitol building. Capitol building. Sorry, the Capitol building. Yeah. Right, the Capitol building, uh, when we go over there to do the uh, state of the state dress, uh, you know, where I, I, I talk to everybody, uh, you know, I, I need a record. I need to have, you know, what we've done. Uh, we just started, Bob. You know, we're, we're getting uh, jabs in the arms and uh, we're uh, letting all the uh, people in from Mexico, you know, Bob, because we need, you know, it's not fair. Uh, people, they're suffering down there on, uh, down there in the southern border and uh, they're coming across. And, uh, you know, I feel good about that, so. Yeah. So basically never. Okay, moving on. Uh, now this one's a little more fun. Team Harry and Meghan or Team Buckingham Palace? Well, you know, Bob, uh, I got to say, uh, I've known the Queen uh, for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, she's a feisty little gal. And, you know, uh, you know they, they, they've been around for thousands of years. And I, I got to say, uh, you know, I know what it's like when you have somebody marry into your family. And uh, they're, not, they're not good, Bob. Uh, you know, they got... Uh, Ulterior motives, uh, you know, they're, uh, uh, what we would call them back in the day, um, uh, they're gold digging bitches, Bob, is what they are. They're just gold diggers. And uh, they come That's some in. some Kanye West shit. Right, right. My my buddy, Kanye, um, uh, you know, him and Kim are there. They're getting divorced. But I'm, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, I can't wait. We don't, we don't, he finds uh, her uh, banging someone, a big black guy. But, all right, back to... Um, What's her name? Oh, the queen, the queen. Yeah. So the queen, so we're doing with the queen is, uh, I'm back in the queen. Uh, you know, I'm a friend of hers and, uh, you know, Harry, uh, and, uh, his wife, uh, I think that they, uh, they made a big mistake, Bob. Uh, you know, all they had to do is, uh, do what they were told and, uh, they would live the life of a uh, luxury. And, uh, and now, uh, she's out and, uh, if she doesn't watch out, she's going to get a cat busted in her ass. But, you know, they're used to that, Bob. They're, uh, they're kind of used to that. Uh, you know, there's, uh, what would we call them? Uh, a mulattoes? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with the queen. I think Bob. that's racist, but okay. We, we can move on if you What's like. What's racist about it? She's half black, half white, her father's black, her father's white, her mother's black. It's, what do we call them? Uh, I forget what we call them. Americans. Oh, well, that's what yeah, we call okay. them. All right. We call them. It's not John. We call them bold and beautiful and brave. It's, that's what it's, we call them. I'm the president of the United States. I'm not John. Joe. Sorry, Joe. Mr. President, to you, Bob, but go ahead. Sure thing there, Mr. Biden. What's up with the kids that Trump put in cages at the border? I heard you're going to let them out. Well, you know, uh, that other guy, he, listen. Trump. Got to do something with these kids uh, down there at the border. We just can't, uh, we got to protect the kids. Uh, you know, he had them in cages. Uh, I've, I want to put them in uh, containers, you know, just, you know, put them in there. Kind of like a Tupperware thing. You put them in there, you burp them, they'll be fine. Uh, but, uh, we, yeah, we got a lot of, uh, and for some reason we have a lot of kids coming across the border now. I don't understand why, uh, might be my policy about like letting everybody and their brother in, but, uh, you know, well, it's called catch and release. 
yeah, you know, we used to do that when we go fishing. We go trout fishing over on uh, Lake Nakamixon uh, back in uh, the day, and we we catch them in. Uh, oh, back in Scranton. No, it's actually uh, it's Pennsylvania, but uh, a good trout okay. lake. And we'd go there, we'd catch some trout, and uh, we'd say, you know what, this water is polluted. We eat this shit, so uh, we'll just let them release. So, yeah, it's kind of what we're doing in the southern border. We're going to catch them, and they're polluted, and we don't want them, so we're just going to release them and let them go where they want to go. I don't know. A lot of them tested positive for COVID-19, but good job there. We'll move on. Uh, is it true that the profits from rising gas prices uh, under your watch are actually going to Hunter's Legal Defense Fund? Yeah, you know, uh, my boy, uh, he's a, uh, you know, Bo Biden, uh, my son, he was uh, something dead. else. I, yeah, he's dead now, yeah, unfortunately. Cancer, you never. He was in the uh, service, and then, you know, a lot of service people get cancer, but, yeah, poor Bo died of cancer. And, uh, yeah, I got this other kid. Uh, he's doing the drugs. Uh, he's impregnated a stripper. And, you know, so, um, you know, you're trying to protect your kids, but, uh, but uh, here's the problem. There, he's a fuck-up. I mean, uh, he takes his laptop and uh, leaves it with uh, uh, some fucking guy down there. And the next, did I say fucking? Some guy down in uh, Delaware. And the next thing you know, we got a big jackpot over here. So um, uh, it's not going to be used for his defense fund. But, Bob, you know what the thing is, Bob? We got to get off this fossil fuel, Bob. Come on, man. We got to get the, the green energy. We need uh, windmills and... Uh, and uh, solar panels and uh, stuff like that. No nuclear, though. No nuclear. It's just, uh, yeah, it's no, that that uh, fossil fuel is no good. We're going to kill the earth, Bob. Wind energy looked like it did a great job last month in Texas. Yeah, good stuff. I'm going to let you on a little secret, Bob. Uh, they had plenty of generators ready to go over there, but we made a law that they weren't allowed to fire up the coal generators until they had at least so much uh, wind power. So, yeah, you know, if anybody ever really looked into this, uh, we'd be really fucked. I mean, we'd be in big trouble, Bob. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, unfortunately, uh, we don't need to get into all that. But, uh, yeah, Uh, we need wind power, Bob. Uh, We're going to start putting uh, windmills all over the place. This place is going to look like a... It's going to look like a bicycle on a 4th of July party. There's little pinwheels all over the place. I just got the signal from behind you. I don't know if you're aware, but they're they're making faces at you. And I think that means it's pudding time. And, well, we all know how much you hate to miss pudding time. So we're going to go ahead and let you go. All right, Bob. Thank you. But we thank you for your time. Thank you very much, Bob. Wow. First presidential. Uh, well, it's about time we saw that fucking press conference. Eh? I mean, new. So, I guess you've heard about the Queen. Versus uh, Meghan Markle and uh, her I husband. I didn't know that Oprah was against Meghan Markle. What do you mean against her? You said the queen. Oh, no, no, not that queen. The queen of Oprah England. Oprah is Ash- our queen, thank you. Respect. Okay, all right. So, Sunday night, it was everybody was all flutter. Prince Harry, Meghan Markle, was interviewed by Oprah. and The queen. The queen, okay. And then Meghan just completely threw the royal family under the bus. And I'm like, you selfish cunt. 
The fact that she is Which one queen or, or Meghan Markle, Meghan Markle. Everybody calls her the Yoko Ono of the royal family because she I'm came gonna start in. start calling you the Choco Ono. Choco yeah. Ono, yes, because I can't say shit. Because you just choked on that name. Right. And this is this Meghan Markle's. This is her M.O. Like, in other words, she comes in and, you know, she's friends with somebody. And then all of a sudden she runs away and then she badmouths them. And this is just the way she's been her whole entire life. So now she's doing this to the royal family. And everybody wants to cancel the royal family. They're like, cancel the royal family. The royal family's been around for thousands of years, for fuck's sake. Isn't Prince Philip, is that the queen's husband? Yeah, Prince Philip, he's in the hospital with the COVID. He's about to be canceled just naturally, well, isn't he? Yeah, he's. Uh, he doesn't look good for Prince Philip. Yay, fuck that guy. The queen's still going strong. So the queen put out a statement saying that, oh, I think it's very, it's horrible. It's very, there's a... Uh, we have to look into this. We have to find out what's going on. It's very troubling, Bob. It's very troubling that the uh, someone called the baby wanted to know what the color of the baby would be, and uh, there's racial undertones. We have to find this out, and we will handle this uh, internally. We will handle this within the family. So then, I would imagine that the queen's going to have you know summoned every everyone, and then they're going to shut the door, and the queen's going to be like, "All right, which one of you called the little baby a nignog? What's going on here?" We've got a lot of damage to take care of, and right. this bitch doesn't watch out for child Diana, her. Because I'm telling you right now, you don't mess with the fucking royal family. They'll have you fucking killed. It'll make it look like an accident. I'd like to take a shit right outside Buckingham Palace, right there on the fucking concrete. Because I could give a fuck about them. I don't care about them. I don't care about them either. But fucking the- lizard people to me. I don't care. But the fact that she's in there crying, and and poor, poor Prince Harry, he is only living on the money that his mother has given him. Uh, I think it's like $25 million. That's all he's got to live on. And he can't afford his own security. He's on hard times, Bob. He's living in a $14.7 million mansion in California. And gold. Well, I can't afford my own biscotti, you know. And he's I can dis- only afford one person to shop for me. Well, I'll tell you one thing about this, Megan. She must have one snapping pussy because this guy could have any gash in the world. He could have had, had mm. anyone. Apparently, he got he was couldn't have my gash. No, no, you don't have. Well, maybe you do have a gash, Bob. I don't know. I'm maybe. not into redheads. She's not a redhead. I'm talking about him. He's oh, a fucking oh. ginger. Oh, okay. You don't like him because he's a ginger. I just think hearing them complain about their fucking lives and everybody on the internet talking shit about them is the most unimportant thing on the fucking planet. I would rather go back to talking about transgender kids and the plights within. Well, she was over there trolling for uh, an English guy before, you know, when she met Harry. And she was over there trying to date like an English rock star, actor, whatever. She's a star fucker is what she is. Now she's a prince fucker. The the one that's alive, not the one that's dead. That's the part I don't get. Bitch, you made it. Fucking be quiet. Quit bitching. Now she had to move out, cause a big fucking star. John, if I had their problems, I'd be like, oh, they were doubting what color my baby would be. Oh, well, back to being a fucking rich cunt. Get Major the dog over there. That'll straighten her out. I mean, is she, uh, she's mixed, isn't she? Yeah, her mother's black, her father's white. Her father, Ooh. apparently her and her father don't get along too well because he put out a statement too. So she's Obama. Yeah, she's a selfish cunt is what she is. 
You ever get into cockfighting down there in Alabama, Bob? I try not to be naked in the same room as another dude. Well, I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about uh, cockfighting as in, you know, with a couple roosters. Oh, it goes on. Yeah, they do fucked up shit. They put razors on their faces and shit and their feet, talons, whatever. Right. It's fucking nasty, nasty shit. An Indian man was killed by his own bird during a cockfight. <laughs> well, now, Indian, are we talking about daughter feather? Not Indian. Oh, thank you. Come on, God. Uh, the bird owner was impaled in the groin by a knife. As the animal Ooh. tried to escape, the man died on his way to hospital from loss of blood. Police are searching for 15 more people involved in the event, which took place in a village in somewhere in, in India. Uh, the animal was held at the police station before being transferred to a farm and then later cooked for dinner. Police said the animal was being ready to take part in a fight. When it tried to escape, the owner tried to catch it and was struck by the 7-centimeter-long, centime- 3-inch knife on the bird's leg during the struggle. So he died? Yeah, he died. That explains why I didn't get an answer when I called Dell Tech Support the other day. Motherfucker. <laughs> well, this is the first time a, a cock has taken out somebody. That gay guy that did the fucking dildo video should put this as one of his test subjects for the science aspect of it. Back in October of 2020, a Philippine police officer was killed by a rooster during a raid in a legal cockfight. The lieutenant was struck by the rooster's gaff, a razor-sharp steel blade, which is typically attached to the leg of the fighting rooster. The blade cut his left thigh, slicing a artery, and he was rushed to the hospital, and he was declared dead on arrival. These cocks really know where to go. They really know how to get to the one spot. And then, apparently, not the same time, but these cockfights are dangerous because three people were di- have died and a dozen have been wounded after a grenade was thrown into the cockfighting arena in the Philippines. Police said a man tossed a grenade into the crowded cockpit of a cockpit mm-hmm. of a town uh, with the motive for the act was a personal grudge. I guess uh, his bird, his cock lost, and he got pissed off, so he pulled a pin out of a grenade and threw it into the into the cockfighting ring and killed five people. So I don't know why we don't call a vagina a cockpit, because that's what it is. It could be a cockpit. It's dad joke time, John. What does the gay rooster say? Any cock will do. Ding, ding, ding. So, Bob, let me ask you a question. Do you believe in reincarnation? I think it's really cool. I don't think that we can be die and become a bird or that that there's any kind of a, a progression. Like if you're a toad and you get eaten, you come back as a animal that's higher on the food chain than a toad. I don't believe in it like that. I think it's a cool idea. I don't know if I believe in it or not, Hmm. but I've heard some pretty cool reincarnation stories that are too cool to be coincidental. In TikTok, they always say, tell me you're something without telling me you're something, right? Like, tell me you're from New Jersey without saying you're from New Jersey. Well, this lady says, tell me a time when your child told you a past life story and it started to take hold. And this one lady said that, on September 11th, 2018, she had been scrolling through some social media and came across 9-11. The daughter pointed to the, one of the towers and says, uh, hey, mom, I used to work there. And she said, you know, what do you mean? And she said, before. She said one day she was working and the floor really got hot. So she stood on her desk because the floor really got hot. 
And her and her friends were trying to get through the door, but they couldn't open the door. So she jumped out the window and flew like a bird. The, you know, the mother went to clarify that the child had never heard about 9-11 before this, which really made it more eerie. There was a guy that said, you know, that people that are dying, they say they see a white light, you know, and they go towards this white light. And maybe it's you passing from your life, and that white light is the opening of your new mother's vagina, and that's your yeah. head coming out as you come into Hold the world. Hold your nose. Yeah, mm. as you come into the world <laughs> as a new person. And I thought that was pretty interesting. But that's not the first time that I've heard of stories of where kids come back and they start telling stories. And they can actually be, uh, they can go back in history and see where this has happened. And there was a guy that was shot down in a plane or something like that. And they can go back and find it. And this guy is, the, the kid is describing like the inside of an airplane. This one kid, this was a story from back around 2009. This kid was having nightmares and he would yell stuff in his sleep that child of that age should not be yelling. Um, I think he was five years old. You can never find exactly how old this kid was in any article, but I think he was around four or five years old. It all began May, May 1st, 2001. James, just three weeks past his second birthday, was a happy, playful toddler living in an idyllic home in southern Louisiana. That night, his mother was woken by his screams. She held him in her arms as he thrashed around. But soon, however, James was having five nightmares a week, and uh, Andrea was worried. Her little boy began to talk during his bad dreams, screaming about an airplane crash and writhing as if he were trapped in a burning aircraft. At a toy shop, they admired some model planes. Look, said Andrea, there's a bomb on the bottom. That's not a bomb, mummy. He replied, that's a drop tank. Now, just a toddler. He was talking like a military historian. How had he known about the gas tank used by an aircraft to extend their range? So as the nightmares continued, she asked him, who is this little man? He said, me. And his father said, well, what happened to your plane? And he said, it crashed on fire. Why did your plane crash? It got shot. Who shot your plane? The Japanese. So he said that he knew it was the Japanese because of the big red sun. Was he describing the Japanese rising sun symbol painted on their warplanes called meatballs by American pilots? He questioned his son further. Do you, do you remember what kind of plane the little man flew? He said, a Corsair, replied the two-year-old without hesitation. Now, how is a two-year-old doing this, man? Because he he's has memories of when he was there. So it is weird. I mean, if when you see this kind of stuff, how can you say there's not reincarnation? How could this kid know this? Uh, I think this was the story where they basically, they kept asking him questions. Oh, really? Okay. Again, I mean, you see this kind of stuff and, you know, people poo-poo it, but it does happen. Finally, Bruce and Andrea, the kid's parents, located James Houston's last surviving relative his 84-year-old sister, Anne, and she told them mom and dad never talked about Jimmy's death, but dad went to several reunions to see if he could get any details, and he never could. So they were able to tell her where her brother died. After so many years, they were even able to send her a picture of the harbor. It's so much more personal than anything I have. 
The picture of the bay is beautiful and so peaceful, a lovely resting place. Let's see. In return, she sent a photo of James with his squadron. Not long after, the family had a phone call from a veteran who had seen Houston's plane being hit. He kept his knowledge to himself for more than 50 years. He described seeing the aftermath of his crash on the sea below. He took a direct hit on the nose. All I could see were pieces falling into the bay. We pulled out of the dive and headed for open sea. I saw the plane where the fighter had hit it. The rings were still expanding near a huge rock. Hudson's plane was hit in the engine and in the front exploded in a ball of flames, exactly like James' account. It explains why he knocked the propeller off of his toy's planes. Oh, he knocked the propeller off his toy's planes. How about that? I don't know. I think that uh, it's an interesting concept. And you know me, I love a good conspiracy theory. You know, I get called a lot of names for even talking about this kind of stuff. Oh, can't believe you believe in that fucking stupid shit. You fucking retard. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, we had a massive tornado outbreak here in the South back in uh, April of 2011. I think there were 208 tornadoes and a lot of them were massive. They were big. And we had one in particular that came through here. I want to say it was April 27th or 28th of 2011. And it, it fucked up a lot of shit, dude. This thing went for like 40 something miles and it was like three quarters of a mile wide. It uh, tore apart a, a nearby area, an area about probably 10 miles northwest of me. And one of the stories I remember fucking vividly, there was a, a little boy, he was like three. And when these things hit, they have you know teams that go out and scour and look all over the place to find any survivors or anything like that. And there was a boy that you know was missing and they had found this cooler that you'd take on a camping trip and they opened it. And inside of it was a little boy, a little three-year-old boy. He was safe. He was, no, he was safe. He was unharmed. He was laying. I did. I don't remember exactly how far away, but he was far enough away to go. Wow. And he was asked how he got into the cooler. Like who put you in there? Like, like how did you get in there? And he said, an angel put me in here. It's when you hear those kinds of things. Yeah. Okay. Well, somebody just made that up because it made a good story. Now, I don't know, man. I am not so hard and set on my brain's power that I know for a fact that that's just bullshit. I don't know. For me, I think that, you know, if this does happen, I think that's how you find people like uh, Elon Musk and um, Bill Gates and all those guys that have, you know, they're so intelligent that they've been through so many lives and they've learned so much stuff and it just keeps coming back to them. They just get smarter and smarter and smarter. And they get sent back to destroy the world. Yeah. And then they finally Makes get back, sent back to destroy the world or go to Mars. I don't know. It's pretty interesting. So... I want to ask you a question, not a news story, none of that shit, just a personal opinion. I was having this discussion with the wife and we disagreed. Okay. So when you go to a sit down order off the menu, they bring you the food type of restaurant. Do you like the owner or the maitre d' coming up to the table and talking to you? I do not like that. Hi, how is everything tonight? Or if it's like pre-meal arriving, it's like, hello, I'm Francis. I'd like to welcome you to Le Fistro Bistro. I strongly recommend the flounder this evening. Might I suggest a bottle of our finest Pinot Grigio to accompany the fish? 
Are you into that? Them coming up and talk to you and ask you about recommending shit? No, don't like it at all. No, matter of fact. Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. I come in here to get food and talk to somebody else. I don't know you. I don't want to know you. Shut up and go get me a fucking glass of water. That's what I want you to do. I don't like that at all. Yeah, we get to where there's absolutely nothing on television and we just want to be mindlessly numbed into oblivion. So we put on, there's a Kitchen Nightmares channel. Well, oh. that's where Gordon Ramsay goes around to different restaurants. Of course, I think the show's over with now. It's been over with for a while, but these are all old episodes from eight, nine, ten years ago. But he goes around to all these different, you know, restaurants that are not doing well. And a lot of these damn restaurants have a front house manager or an owner that'll just walk up to every fucking table while they're eating and like clap their hands together like so how is everything tonight is everything good you know i strongly recommend that blah 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 and i was i just looked over at the wife and i'm like has that ever happened to you number one that's never happened to me and if it did i'd be like dude fuck off i'm eating well I know it's hard to do that when you're because it's it's not very nice. But no, I've had it where they come over to the table and they say, "How's everything going?" And it's usually you take a spoonful of food, you put it in your mouth, and they walk up. Now you're chewing. You can't talk with your fucking mouth full, so you're chewing and you're like, "Hold on, no, everything's great. Thank you very much. Really nice place." Blah blah. blah. And then they start telling your story. I'm like, "Dude, no, get the fuck out." I give him a look. Yeah, beat it. Like I put my hands on. The, already. I put my hands on the table and I look at him like, "Really, dude." This is what we're doing now. And he's like, oh, I just wanted to stop by and see how things are going. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank you. And then he walks away and I'm like, Jesus Christ. And you start eating it. No, I've had it happen. You know, do that on the way out. You know, if you want to give me a thanks for uh, patroning your establishment, whatever, uh, ask me what my thoughts were on the meal for your own personal survey. Cool. Don't do it while I'm sitting at the table with my wife or my mother or my kid, whatever. Don't fuck with me. Leave me alone. I got a menu. I can read a menu. All right. I know how this shit works. I'm not retarded. Okay. And then fuck off. Bring me my food. Now I get it. If the waitress or uh, waiter, whatever the, the new term is today, food carrier, whatever the fuck comes up and is like, you know, is everything okay? They're asking, do you need more butter? Do you need more dressing? Whatever. That's fine. That's fine. But for somebody who's not involved in this whole transaction to come out like the chef, there's somewhere the chef will come out and act like a fucking rock star. Like, oh, the chef is out here in the dining room. He's walking around. How is everything? Done? How's that meat? You know, I cooked that meat myself. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, it's I'm stupid. not a big fan. Uh, I also don't like it when, so you get, sit down and they give you the menus and they go, are you ready to order? I just got the menu. Okay, I need a little time. And as soon as you tell me you need a little time, it's almost like, fuck, they don't come back for like 15 minutes. I don't need 15 minutes. I need like five. When I come into a restaurant, I want to get, order, eat, and get the fuck out. I, you know, I, I want it like a pit stop. I don't want to sit. I'm not there for the ambiance. I'm there because exactly. I'm hungry. I want to yeah. come in, eat. There's a times when I want to go and just uh, sit across from the wife and, you know, and look lovingly into her eyes as I try to drink out of a straw from a glass with uh, ice in it. You know, or, or I want to split some bread, like a bread roll with my wife. Here you go, honey. I got some butter for that. You know what I mean? It's just whatever. But I, I generally don't go out to eat. But when I do, I don't need third parties getting involved unless they're taking my order or bringing me my shit. I'll tell you what. There was To me, there's nothing better than going out for breakfast. To me, going out for breakfast is my favorite meal to go out to a diner. 
And I don't know when the next time I'll go to a diner for breakfast. I have no idea when next time I'll feel safe enough to go to a diner and get something. Why is breakfast always more expensive? To me, breakfast costs for like three people to go out and eat fucking breakfast at a, a decent place. Costs more like go to an IHOP or like Waffle House or like a Denny's. It costs the same or more than going there for lunch or dinner. What's that about? Like pancakes are fucking cheap. First of all, I don't know what you're talking about because, you know, in here in New Jersey, it does it, breakfast is the cheapest meal. Dinner is the most expensive. I mean, you can go get breakfast around here for $15 for one person. And to me, that's fucking three pancakes, some bacon and a glass of orange juice here is like 11 bucks. I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. I can get a, a burger for fucking eight. Jesus Christ, Bob. They, they make you breakfast. They bring it out to the table. They clean the table and all. And you're complaining about $11. Give me a break. No, it's just, it shouldn't cost more. How there much would breakfast three cost? three pieces of bacon on that table. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. On that plate. Okay. They're not a half a fucking pig, but I can get a half pound fucking hamburger for like nine bucks. The fuck? Okay. I don't know. I can't talk to you about this because the, the most the thing that bothers me is when people go into a restaurant and they complain about the price of the food. Yeah, you can sit home and make breakfast. It's a lot cheaper. But the thing is, they're, they're making breakfast. They're bringing it out to you. They're bringing you coffee. They're cleaning up everything. And it's costing you like 15 I mean, how much am I saving? Am I saving 10 no, it's not that. Well, what John? is it? I'm, I'm not. It is. Yes, it is. You're compl- I don't think breakfast should cost more than lunch or dinner. Because dinner, there's more proteins involved for me anyway. I don't, I don't do a lot of you know breakfast meats. I, I like the bacon aspect of it. Everything else can go fuck off. I'm not into sausages and patties and and pork this and that. I just the only pork I eat is fucking bacon. Okay, all right. So for me, pancakes are pretty fucking cheap to make. I mean, I can get a ten pound bag of pancake mix, just add water at Sam's for seven dollars. That'll make something like 850,000 pancakes. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I'm just saying that there's no reason that a three stack of pancakes with three pieces of fucking bacon and some hash browns on the side, potatoes, another cheap item, should be 11 bucks. What should it be? I don't know. No, you should have a number. Well, you have a number in your head. I don't know. I just, it shouldn't cost more than that hamburger that I order for lunch. Six dollars, as you're saying? I heard I think I heard you utter six dollars. Six fifty? Yeah, like six fifty. Go to McDonald's and order goddamn breakfast. It, it's fucking hot cakes and uh bacon and and uh hash browns there and an orange juice. You you're fucking you might as well got a Big Mac meal. <laughs> so you're you're anti breakfast food. <laughs> no, I breakfast is one of my favorite fucking meals of the day. It's, but you're anti so you what you're saying is the the man is out there ripping you off during breakfast. It's overpriced. It's, it's I overpriced. think it's overpriced compared to what you get for for the other meals. I think so it's overpriced. The man knows that you you know you're out for breakfast and you've got to pay. So the man knows. But for lunch, you can go all these other different. Pl- I don't understand. I don't understand why you think that they would make more of a profit margin or they're trying to screw you on one meal over another. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand how one meal, be honest with you. I've never really looked at the prices when you go into a restaurant. Must be nice. You must be one of those. Uh, are you Prince John? No, I'm not at all, but I'm just saying when I go into a, I basically know what I'm going to spend when I go into a, a restaurant for, for a meal. 
you know, basically dinner breakfast is going to cost you 15, lunch is going to cost you 20 and dinner is going to cost you 30. I've never paid 20 bucks for a lunch. Never paid 20 bucks? Unless I was covering the tab, total well, I, tab. When I say talk, I'm talking about tip, the tip and everything. Like tip and all, yeah, yeah, I get it. You get a cheesesteak around here, and you get fries with it or something like that, and it's it's like 15 and then with a tip, it's it's 20 bucks. I mean, you go to McDonald's now, and it's over $10 for, for you know, a quarter pounder with cheese, French fries, and, and a drink. Yeah, here it's that if you upsize. I think I think it's around eight bucks here for a, for a combo. Yeah, Jersey maybe a little bit more. You know what's really weird? I tell you, if you ever go out with somebody that's so fucking cheap, it ruins the fucking meal. In other words, you go there. My old co-host was like that. You go there and they're complaining about the menu. They're complaining about the prices. They get the food. They never like it. It's like what the fuck? You're just it's driving me crazy. And then I, I went. Um, this was a long time ago. We would go out with another couple, and the guy didn't believe in tipping. So we would Ooh. get a meal and the bill would come and we split the bill and he goes, I'm not leaving a tip because that's their fault that, they, you know, why should I have to pay extra? You know, they should pay their employees and I would have to end up, you know, putting a whole tip down because I'm not that guy. I'm not that person that's going to take and of course leave, leave no tip. Fuck that. Or leave half yeah. a tip and say, well, I'm the one that left half a tip. I leave the whole tip. Right. So finally I said to, cause it was my girlfriend's friend. And her oh. significant other. And I said to her, we're not going out with them anymore. We're not going out to eat. Yeah. Not You can invite them to dinner or whatever, but we're not going to another fucking restaurant. I'm not doing this anymore. Right. And uh, so they were like, when are we going to go out to dinner? And I'm like, never, never until your husband learns how to tip. That's when we'll go back out to dinner. Oh, yeah, he doesn't like to tip. I said, well, you probably have had more spit in your food than anybody <laughs> ever eaten in a restaurant do you have that guy that's uh always make sure like he's always the one right out of the gate like you can almost time it like you you can set your fucking watch by it that goes yeah separate checks yeah oh i've got that friend uh and and it's like really i was gonna cover it but okay you want to pay for your own fuck face well listen i'd rather have separate checks that way i can put a tip on my i would rather have that yeah something like that would work I was going to cover the whole thing, but he had to make sure to let me know in his own special way that he didn't want to pay for mine. Like, oh. you know, we we both got money like that. You know what I mean? Like it ain't going to kill either of us to cover the fucking check. Right. And I was going to cover the check, but before I could get it out of my mouth and the girl comes up, he's like the, I mean, before she says, what, what can I get you guys to drink? It's Hey, yeah, we need to sign separate checks. Like fucking you piece of shit. Well, first of all, it cracks me up that you buy the guy's meal, but you piss you get pissed off the pancakes are too expensive. I'm not pissed off that they're too expensive. I just think bang for buck. I know what breakfast costs to make, John. I do it in my home regularly. Yeah, but that's not the thing. It's not because you're in a home make. Of course, you can make look a couple eggs and everything. You can make a you can make a breakfast sandwich at home for like two fifty. The staples and the amount of work put into making breakfast is way less than that of making lunch or dinner. Okay. <laughs> Fight me on this. No, I, 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 again, I just don't understand. You making it sometimes you you're eclectic in your opinions. In other words, I can't see, I can't get a handle on where you would fall on something. Like, okay. You don't like to spend, you know, you're frugal and you don't like to spend your money, you know, I'm frugal it up. Fucking look around me. I bitch. just, I'm I saying, I'm saying, money. you know, you, 
okay, you go, this is this place where you're frugal, but then again, you're going to pick up the guy's check until he asks for separate checks. So I don't know. Did you ever, uh, did you ever touch a grown man naked? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I picked a wrong week to quit sniffing glue. I don't know, four or five episodes back, you were talking to me about, well, what would you do with a billion dollars, Bob? If you were a billionaire, what would you do? And I, the only thing I could do is just come up with a troll answer because I don't have any aspirations to open my own rocket ship company or whatever. I don't, I don't have aspirations of those sorts, but you know, I started thinking, just driving around, just thinking, you know, I don't have to necessarily use that money to invest and make more money. I would help mankind. But I would do it in my own special way with my own little stamp on it. That's going to be like, oh, shit, that's some Boomer Bob billionaire shit, right? <laughs> that's some Boomer Bob. That's the BBB. The that's that true Boomer B, Bob dog. billionaire. The, I don't the, mean no better business bureau. That's some build back better Boomer Bob billionaire shit. That's some three B's bullshit right there. Exactly. And I thought, you know what? What would I do? I could spend some money trolling the world. Like, just troll the world. Like, fly a giant black dick balloon over China. Because, you know, Chinese are they're not real fond of black people. I could have boner pills delivered to Rachel Levine. Ooh, okay. I could send a penis pump to Xi Jinping, president of China. Okay, I like that. I could order a case of Plan B pills and send them to people that you think are too stupid and shouldn't procreate. Oh, I like that idea. I could I could hire a doppelganger to take my place when my wife wants to yell at me about shit. Just be like, hey, doppelganger. Yeah, come here. My wife's mad at me. Take my place. Action. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my wife gets a punching bag, and I get to stay the fuck out of whatever it is. That's some billionaire shit. She yells at him, gets it out of her damn system. I get to walk in the room and be like, hey, how you doing? Then the wife will be like, don't you come back in here acting like nothing happened, damn it. Well, see, the thing is, you got to make sure you make the wife happy or you'll be, or you'll be doing half a billionaire I'm shit. I'm a billionaire, John. <laughs> I'm a billionaire. Yeah, but I'm That's all you if, need. If she decides to leave you, you'll be doing half a billionaire shit is what you'll be doing. You'll be doing 500 million shit. Now, I, you, know, you know who I would send the plan B pills to? First right off, AOC. Everybody on Discord? Oh, AOC, Ilhan Omar. Rashida Talib. Rashida Talib and uh well, see, but nobody wants to fuck them anyway. So Right. And oh my God, the bald haired black chick. What's her name? Uh, Presley, I know her last name is I can't remember her first name, but Jesus Christ. Why would you sh as a woman, why would you shave your head like that? The dumbest fucking thing. You look like a moron. I would go up to dudes who wear sunglasses on the back of their neck. Oh. Guy you know those guys. Yeah, Guy Fieri. And I would walk up punch them in their face, stomp on their glasses, and then tell them, don't do that shit anymore, and here's $10,000 in cash. Man. Sorry about your troubles. Guys would be lined up with, guys would be walking by you with glasses behind their net. It's all the time. Yeah, Dude, you walk by, they punch you in the face, but give you 10 grand. Here we have the local plant, Polaris. They make the ATVs and, and shit. And snowmobiles and shit, yeah. Side-by-sides and all that. Well, I would have the local Polaris plant make me a custom model of those handicap grocery cart scooters yes something like thornton millen would ride in remember him yes 
Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. But see, I don't think they like you. Big wheels. Yeah, it has to be electric. bling, stereo, condom dispenser, room for (laughs) hitchhikers. You know what I mean? So that way I'd never have to use another grocery cart with a wobbly, fucked up wheel ever again. Yeah, you just come in. The thing would have a cart in the front of it. And you could have like these extensions, like a pole. And you would just reach up and grab your stuff and throw it in the cart. But then how do you get it out of the cart? Was that movie Back to School? Yes. Yeah, that's it. Of course you're obnoxious. Everybody's going to think you're obnoxious, but what do you do? Hey, everybody's groceries are on me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I like the idea where they bring the groceries to me. Matter of fact, uh, today at three takes o'clock. takes the fun be, out of it, John. What's that? No, it's no. not fun. I, I don't know. You, I don't, you, to me, going to be an asshole in public because uh, you're a fucking billionaire. That's you can right. buy your way out of it and just buy everybody's love. Okay. Well, that works. Yeah. I, I got it. I would like to hear more of your billionaire shit. Bob's billionaire bullshit. When you come up with some more, I know that. All right, tell me about the Mr. Pillow guy. Mr. Pillow. Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy, he plans to launch his own social media site. The platform could launch within a month, he says. Uh, he was on a guy named Charlie Kirk's podcast last Friday. Oh, uh, okay. Quote, every single influencer person on the planet can come there. You're going to have a platform to speak out, Lindell said, adding that it's not just like a little Twitter platform. He says that he's been he's been working on this site for four years. Really? So, yeah, I don't know. I Hopefully he stays with his past history of being an expert at naming stuff and just calls it my platform. My platform. So... My platform, you're going to be able to come, and there's no cancel culture. Have you paid attention to the green screens in his fucking commercials? It's there's they're so pathetic. Everybody that he has he has on there, like you know, the go anywhere pillow is so cool. It can go anywhere. Have you like, been to his look website? At fucking green screen. Not the my pillow website. Have you been to the MikeLadell.com website where he no. has that he's he has a show that he made that he produced about how the election was stolen. All right, now watch. Watch right here. Uh, at 12 o'clock, Trump's winning. But at 4 o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden, look, watch. There it is. The, the, there's more Biden. Now, now Biden's winning. How does that happen? So he goes through this whole thing. He's got people. In, and it's a big, long show, all produced. He's sitting behind a desk, tie on suit like he's a news guy. And, you know, nothing for nothing. You know, maybe he was stolen. I don't know. But he needs to disassociate from whatever this is going to be called immediately because all he's going to get is trolls on there making fake accounts just to fucking troll his ass. Well, again, isn't that Twitter? Isn't that what Twitter is? Right, okay, but My they're going to try to crash his shit just to be assholes. Look, here's the deal, and I, I'm, I'm serious about this one. Mike is you know, pretty tight with Trump. And if he gets Trump to go on to that, if he puts this out and Trump's one of the uh, people on it, it'll go. It'll go big. Great. So we're going to have more assholes in the comments of every Trump post going, fuck you, move out of the White House. So what? Oh, wait a minute, you're already out of the so Move what? out of the country. Get out of my country. Not my president, you fucking piece of shit. Well, what is this supposed to be? Everybody's supposed to be holding hands and singing Kumbaya? I mean, of course, when people go uh, on Well, there. my mom always said... Can't say something nice. Fuck off. Have you been on Twitter for fuck's sake? 
I mean, I've had multiple accounts canceled uh, in the last couple, well, ever since this whole cancel culture shit has started. Because well, you keep using the word cunt, John. You're not allowed to say that. I didn't say, not one time did I say cunt. I said cooter. I know. I just wanted to say cunt. And right I said, no and I called the Rob Reiner meat, meathead. That were the two things that got me banned. But see, here's the thing. Once you get a hand slap from Twitter, it then they're, they're on to you. So if you have, let's say you get one strike against you for whatever. Let's say I called the queen a cunt. All right. And then somebody reported it. And then they said, okay, well, we're going to give you a timeout. It's usually the first one's 12 hours. The next one's like 12 days or seven days, somewhere like that. And then the third one, that's it. You can't, you can't appeal it. You can't do, they don't, they're like, fuck you. You're done. You're gone. Sayonara. And then, so, so then your email's done and then your phone number's done. You can't even get one with your own phone number. So then you got to go get another phone number and get another Twitter account. Google voice numbers are great. Yeah. Which is what I did. But see messages on them and everything. Yeah. But see my Twitter account at big B I G G Duncan D D U K I N dynamite drop in Monty. Right. That one has not got a strike yet. And I've said way worse things as Big Duncan than I did as John Jamingo. Now, my uh, at Boomer Bob show account, <laughs> see what I did there? Yes. Has only been um, put on a 12-hour suspension once because I said the word cunt on purpose. Okay. To so, get banned. So now you better watch your P's and Q's because the next one you'll get is 12 days. And then the next thing you know, there will be no more Boomer Bob show. Oh no! I know. You better oh, hope. That what am I gonna do without Twitter? Oh, I'll have to just go trans so I can get Twitter back. You'll I'll tell you what. What you'll have to do is you have to go to my platform uh, when this comes out. Honest to God, I, I my I, home state of Minnesota. I tell you what, I would love to see something come in there and compete against Twitter, and I would love to see something come in and compete against Facebook. People Whatever are pissed does. off. Listen, let me tell you something. People that are pissed off at Facebook, if there was something that was like Facebook that you could go over there and, and move over the Facebook that would, would not sit there and put. Here's a perfect example. All right. So Joe Talk Show, he, he's on Twitter and he's complaining. Is that about, what his mama named him? Oh, right. So, Joe Talk Show. Over yeah, Joe, here. Joe Talk Show. So he. Joe fucking Talk Show. Can I get to the tweet? So he goes. Yeah, get your fucking tweet, John. He goes to Twitter. <laughs> He's complaining about Facebook. So he goes, hey, at Facebook, when someone tries to like my page, they now get this warning. Name the repeated false information I've shared, or are you asking for a lawsuit? Don't defame or libel me. Start explaining or lose the warning. So in other words, here's this guy, I guess at Joe Talk Show. I don't know, maybe he's QAnon. They put a label. When you go to like the page, it says, repeats false information. Well, what the fuck? I'm with this guy. That's libel. That's slander. I got back onto Facebook yesterday after a long hiatus, and I seen somebody had posted a meme, and it was, of course, to do with the Dr. Seuss stuff, and it says something about Biden and why he's not their president. He's like, I will not, I will not like Biden in a box, or will not make him president with my uh, whatever the fuck. It just basically was a long thing about that. You probably have already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Ran across the meme a couple times, but what bothered me is that underneath the meme, now this was just basically saying that, you know, Biden's not my president and blah, 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 blah. Underneath it, like Facebook put this big disclaimer about why Biden's president and how he, he won the election fair and square. And you're, you know, this is misinformation. 
Like, fucking stop it, Zuckerberg. So this is what it is, because I got the same thing. It was a meme, and it says Trump defeated ISIS and Al-Qaeda, and Biden defeated uh, Dr. Seuss and Mr. Potato Head. Right? So it's a joke. It's a joke. And they put a fucking disclaimer, false information. I'm like, are you kidding? I mean, Jesus Christ, it's a fucking joke. Nobody sits there and reads that and thinks that that's serious. It's a joke. You can't even joke anymore. I got to tell you, the more that I'm off social media, the more I like it. So when I'm doing stuff here, there's a lot of times when I'm processing audio and it takes a while. So what I'll do is I'll grab my phone and go to social media. I stopped doing that. What I do now is I go to my phone, I turn on a podcast, and I just listen to a podcast. And I'll tell you, the longer I'm off social media, the more I like it. And I'm really trying to train myself not to go there anymore. I have friends of mine, because I'm a boomer, and they're my age. They don't even have Facebook accounts. They're like, I ain't getting into that Facebook shit. I see all that nonsense. And they are the happy-go-lucky guys. They've never been on social media. They don't know what Twitter is. They don't even know how to use it. They don't know what Facebook is. They don't care. Uh, they go, if I want to, my, my wife shows me pictures if I need to, oh, look, so-and-so, look, here's so-and-so. She shows me something. I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. But I'm not going to go on there. What am I going to go on there about? I don't care. And they are the most happy-go-lucky guys there are. I mean, I think we need to be on these platforms because we need to promote this show or, you know, something like that. But besides that, what do you really care? I mean, yes, you can catch up with friends, but then you find out your friends are, some of your friends are fucking morons. We find out that, you know, they put something on there and you're like, oh, my God, I didn't realize this guy was a fucking moron. I hope my pillow ends up having his own platform. I would love to go check it out because I'll tell you right now, Parler, it's not good. It's not the same. It needs help. It needs somebody to get in there and design it. Now, I know it's new and I keep going there and reading stuff and I keep trying to, but there's no engagement. You can't, unless you're a famous person, nobody follows you. It's just ridiculous. I read the damn thing. It wasn't fucking memorable enough for me to remember even what it said, but I know this. I didn't find anything in it that I found to be misinformation or proven false or any of that stuff. It was just a fucking joke, man. It was just a joke. Just Just a joke. joke. But see, it was a joke against their guy. If you rewrote that same thing to be about Trump or anybody on the right, well, it would be promoted and it would be on everybody's news feed. If Twitter went back to being what Twitter was when it first started, it would be a cool place to be because you saw everybody's tweet that you followed as it happened. They didn't show you, you know, it wasn't like, oh, this one happened five seconds ago. This one happened two days ago. Same thing goes on with Facebook. I see something that was, you know, 15 minutes ago that was posted. And the next thing I see right underneath it is two days. And then right underneath that, an hour. Just put it up there in the amount of time, you know, the time. That's all I, that's all I care about. When I got back on to Facebook yesterday, that was my first comeback post, I guess you'd say. Not that anybody gave a shit, but I said, you know, I see Facebook algorithms are still fucking retarded because I see something from three days ago, then I see something from 38 fucking minutes ago, then I see something from four hours ago, then I see something from yesterday. And it's like, it's backwards. It's, it's, let me see in, chronological order beginning from now going backwards right i don't you know not but see it's it's trying to do a thing that what they think is going to engage me they want me to keep hanging out on their fucking platform so they're like well he likes vinyl records here's a guy who posted a record and i don't care i don't like fucking rem they're actually what they're doing is they're shooting themselves in the foot we'll see 
I can see in the next couple of years where people are just going to be, they're going to, they've had enough Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, well, which is owned by Facebook, you know, they, and TikTok, you know, TikTok's the same thing. Uh, they're banning content. They're, they're over there kicking people off because it's offending people. I'm so sick of the offended. It's ridiculous. You know, so you're offended. So fucking what, who cares? So you're offended. Get unoffended. I've got these other like smaller ones too, like Clubhouse, which I've never used. Oh, You've got uh, Telegram, which I've never used. You've got, what was the one you were telling me about earlier called the local something? Locals is basically where, you know, a famous person goes and then they, they try to build a community around them and it costs money to be on Locals. Oh yeah, that's right. That was the one that was kind of like Patreon a little bit, an embellished version of Patreon. Correct. Tulsi Gabbard is on Locals. So Tulsi Gabbard's going to have a podcast, and I don't think she's going to put it out. We need to get Tulsi on OnlyFans. So the only way you can listen to it is if you pay $7 a month. Well, okay, that's fine. And she might be able to pull that because, you know, she's a big name and people want to listen to her. So she can maybe pull $7. And, you know, she could pull thousands and thousands of people a month. So she could be making $20,000 for a podcast. You know, when I was in the military for 15 years and I was in Iraq and Afghanistan, I... uh. Well, don't get me wrong. I love listening to her talk. She has, you know, she's very articulate. She's got great ideas. And and when she interviews different, she's going to interview people. So I would love to go listen to it. Listen, I'm not paying $7 a month for every fucking podcast I list. I can't afford it. I'm not doing it. All right. Hey, the revolution will be sold, John. Right. You know how much money I asked for this podcast? Zero dollars. And you know why? Because I'm just appreciative that you come and you listen, you sit down and you, you hang out with us for a while. I love it's that. It's worth every penny, John. Yeah, it's, it's right. You can't say we're overcharging you like breakfast. This podcast is not like breakfast. We don't overcharge. That's what I'm saying. Although I would like to have a Untuck It sponsorship for free. I'll, I'll do it for free. Oh, then do it. I just want to be able to use that. You know for, what we um, should do? I'll tell you what we should do. In the next episode, we should take, each of us should find a product that we love and do a 30-second commercial for it. A 30-second read. It'll help us. You want to produce a 30-second commercial? And then I'll produce a 30-second commercial. Whose commercial do you think will win? Well, we can always put it out to the audience to see whose commercial wins. We can have a running tally. So would you want them to call us and vote on the voicemail hotline of 856-599-8558? Or would you rather them hit us up at bullhornpod at gmail.com? They could do either. We'll count either. Or maybe we could put a poll up on our Twitter, which is at bullhornpod. Yep, we could do that. I'll do that, Bob. I'll put a poll up. After we do next week, we do we produce a 30-second commercial. 30 seconds. Not 35, not 40. Does it have to be for any particular product? Whatever you want. Whatever whatever product you like. Whatever you think. Does it have to be a real product? Yeah, it has to be a real product. I'm just, I'm just trying to get the guidelines here. I'm just trying. I want to know what the rules are. No, a real product. Pick a real product like you that you want, that you like, that you, you know, that you want to promote, and then we'll promote it. And then what we'll do on social media, we'll add at them saying, hey, yeah, we talked about your product and see if we can get a retweet. It's the way we're going to grow the show, Bob. Thoughts? Hmm. Maybe. Does it have to be? So it can be any product. It doesn't have to be one that's already known for being a podcasting advertiser known like uh, MeUndies or uh, like Movement Watch or whatever. All these fucking the Casper mattress and all that shit. Blue Chew. Listen, it can be Tide Pods. It could be Windex. It could be whatever the fuck you want it to be. It could be whatever you want, whatever you're into that week. It could be a microphone. 
It could be a- anything. Anything at all. It could be McDonald's, McGriddles. It could be anything. You could do one for McDonald's. You could do one for a restaurant that you're around. You could do one for the pizza place. You can do it for, again. If it's a product, do a 30-second commercial on it. Product that you like. I'm going to make us billionaires, John. All right. Let's do it. All right. So you got our numbers, 856-599-5885. Or is it the other way around? Fuck. What's the number? I already gave it out. I know. I did it so well you could clip that and just copy and paste it into every episode from here to fucking eternity, John. I know, but the thing is, I cannot seem to remember that stupid number. This is what's wrong with my brain. It's 856-599-8558. That's 856-599-8558. Yeah, I fucked it up. I think I went 5885. Yeah, see, I can't even remember my own number, Bob. That's it. We're just getting into it.